Episode 3 of the Fasting Water Walking Diet. FWWDiet on Twitter and .com, which really is just the redirect site to the blog, but hey. So today's podcast is actually going to be about where this idea came from. And I've already said it multiple times, what I'm doing, the fasting water walking diet isn't something that's new, it's just putting it together as I did makes it new, because no one really does it really this way, at least I haven't found it, and mind you, I've poured to make sure that I wasn't going to be stepping on anyone's toes, as best as one could do, okay? And, uh... The main thing was is that about seven months ago, I started walking. I just started walking, that was it. Um, At that time, I was 368 pounds. I actually uh, found that number from uh, looking on something that I wrote down at that time. I didn't start taking really good notes until about two months ago, so... It's. It wasn't in the plans for me to do what I'm doing right now. I wasn't planning to tell anybody about it because at that time I was just walking, okay? And one of the things that um, happened was in my first few walks I had horrible, and I mean really, really bad shin splints. And my feet hurt like hell. (laughs) You know, it would be all the things that would make someone stop. And I'm like, I can power through it. But of course, you know, I wanted to read up on it as best as I could. And the smart thing for me to do, and I did, was that I needed to talk with a doctor and a dietitian. And I knew I needed to. Now, at that time, I didn't do it just yet. Okay, didn't happen. I thought, like many, many fools, that I could just read my way out of it. Uh, And so I um, saw that I had to stretch and all the other stuff. Okay, so if you know anything about shin splints, it's a really painful feeling on the fore part of the tibia of your bone. Uh, And it's actually not a good thing to have consistently you know it happens because you're obviously using those muscles for the first time in a long time but when you're again a 360 some pound guy it's it's a little different but uh the pain would go away after a few days And I'm not talking excruciating, okay? I wasn't like, oh my god, I'm in fire. No, it was more like, hey, you know what? You probably shouldn't be doing that. And it just turns out that I got lucky. I was right. I wasn't stretching. Because once I started doing the stretching, that made the difference. The other thing that I also did differently was I started drinking, uh, what was it? I drank four cups of water before and four cups of water after, so eight cups. And that was, you have to understand, that was the first for me because 
I kept on, I've said in the last few podcasts, I know I have because it's it's true. I, I don't like the taste of water by itself. I, I didn't enjoy that. I was very well marketed. I like to call it the marketing brain. I was really well marketed on the fact that I didn't like the taste of water. But I, at that time, thought, it. oh, this is a sacrifice I could do. So here I am, walking every day around the block of my uh, neighborhood. And that's all I did. I just walked around my block, and I drank, you know, my water. And very surprisingly, I lost eight pounds uh, in that first month. Like, eight proper pounds. And I'm thinking to myself, it can't be this easy. And if any of you have been fighting the weight gain for a while, you know that when you're a heavyweight person and you start doing any physical exercise, those first few pounds do melt out pretty quickly, alright? It's not something that is out of the norm because I guess I don't know the specifics about it I wish I did but the truth is is that the body melts those you know initial pounds fairly quickly at least that's been something that I've noticed every time I've gone into any kind of fitness workout except for the fake bullshit you know diet schemes that are out there that never really worked for anybody which I fell for uh But I lost those pounds, and I'm like, okay, all right, so here I go, and I lost this weight, and through that, I didn't really change anything else about my eating habits or anything else, I just walked, and I drank the water. And then I got into an article about somebody in men's health, uh, about the concept of possibly well, no, he did. He fasted and drank water only. And uh, this was an important article because it was what brought me into the concept of fasting. Now, mind you, I've been reading about, you know, uh, dietary restriction and stuff like that. But I, I remember I was reading about the concept of uh, drinking water as a way to fill yourself up and somehow this article came up and I read about it and I laughed and I was thinking to myself yeah I'm not gonna do that I'm not but it did put a kernel into my mind about well what if I just kind of replaced my lunch with water and there is a form out there where you fast you know you basically have your breakfast at a certain time and then for x hours you basically do not eat anything until you know you hit for dinner and i thought to myself okay that could be done so let's say i was at it for a month now with the walking i start and stop a few times i'm not going to deny there was a few days where i'm like oh this is not happening but I was consistent, so that was it. And then a really big change was the shoes. I was walking in basketball shoes initially that were a little older, 
and I'm already going to tell you guys that if you're going to do a walking regimen, get some shoes that work for you because that right there probably would have saved me a lot of, of my pain issues, especially my feet, because, you know, it's just, it should be common sense, but obviously I don't have any because I was driving, uh, excuse me, I was walking on basketball shoes, which are not really conducive to the walking atmosphere, especially when you're a 360 pound guy. Uh, I'm not telling you to get those $400 shoes either, uh, but just new and with, you know, adequate, um, um, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. I don't know what you call that stuff. Adequate, uh, make sure that they're walking shoes. Uh, that's all I can tell you. And I did that, and it really does make all the difference. So, going along, here I am, I'm walking. I'm drinking now, you know, eight cups of water every day when I'm going through before and after the walking, which really wasn't that much because... You know, it's not the end of the world. And I'm going to tell myself, okay, yeah, I can fast. I can do this. And so I remembered the first time I tried to fast. Um, and yeah, I, I failed at that miserably, miserably. Oh my goodness. It was, it was, it's interesting how your brain is just wired to, like it's expectation inside of your mind is whatever you're doing here I don't like it so I'm just gonna make you do this and I fought the fasting thing pretty good it was it was interesting how I broke a few well not a few times a lot of times because I wanted to have something to eat now my breakfasts have never been very heavy uh either it'd be a bowl of cereal or something or one of those you know sugary granola bars which are honestly not useful for you um so i wasn't really afraid of that so much but my lunch would be anything available in the area that i was working at and it could be just as much as a bag of cheetos and a soda uh, a slice of pizza, something from, you know, the food truck if it ever passed by. So, I, it was a whimsical thing. I would just eat whatever came around. And then dinner wasn't any better. You know, the biggest problem with me is that I like to cook. And that's not an excuse for me being overweight. I just, I like to cook, you know. It's one of my little miniature passions it's a hobby of mine that i've been very good at and so the problem is that when you like to cook you also like to try things and there's some things i like to do you know as a matter of fact uh uh yesterday i made was it yesterday i believe it was yesterday so i made uh, a stir fry out of leftovers because i had to get rid of them and i ended up making almost uh what five pounds of stir fry <laughs> Now, you have to know that I'm feeding a family of four, and most of them like the food that I like to offer. You know, trying to shove vegetables in my son's mouth is a whole different monster, but let's let's not go there. 
the point is is that you know here I make these foods and now that I'm starting to learn about food per se about the importance of salt consumption and all that stuff you know you have to know I never paid attention to that and I think a little bit of me never wanted to because if I did then I would I was thinking that I would lose my interest in making food and you have to know that that's scary for somebody who wants to make a change but at the same time doesn't it's a fight in the side of the head okay all right I, I you, I'm gonna go off tangents a little bit because I'm not that professional in podcasting and I apologize truly for that but sometimes you know that just brings into the story what's going on so walking did start the water regimen and now I was going to be including the fasting aspect of it and so here I am I'm fasting and I'm failing fasting failing it's incredible the power of your mind when it really truly is starting to get hungry for food And I have to say that it is an extremely irksome feeling because I've joked about it before, but I keep bringing it up because it does happen where a few of the times where any of the people around me was bringing in with their microwave meals or they got anything from the gig people, I would be... That would really look good in front of me right now. I probably should get that. And, you know, all the, the the moments in your mind come up and it's like, yes, and this is how you can do it. <laughs> so, being, you know, a little humorous in my mind to it, it's like, yeah, that, that's really interesting how, you know, it really makes you want to desire for these things. And it, it lasted... I fought against it and so I realized that I needed to do the fasting in bits so that way I could get it done. So I did fasting twice out of every week and then I would try to do a limited lunch and that worked. I mean, I was able to feed into my brain and when I ate my lunch, I picked something that was extremely low calorie but highly filling, so a high fiber thing. Like, uh, I really got into celery for a while, which for the longest time I avoided because, I mean, celery. I don't have anything against celery. It's just, when you eat enough of it, it just, you know, it's just, it's like water. (laughs) You you kinda get a little bored. So trying to find those high, uh, high fiber, low calorie kind of things that fills your stomach, that was interesting. Although, I will point out that you don't wanna stick only onto celery. And that, it, I'm going to say something, it is it is highly fibrous and it does make things interesting when, you know, the other end needs to be used. So I highly suggest, you know, for people who have, a, you know, needs, if you ever need to expel a little bit faster, celery isn't a bad addition. All right getting off on tangent again and I'm sorry trying to throw in some humor and I think I'm not nailing it on that one I uh 
I wanted to uh, to basically do the fills. And then what is interesting is that so two days out of the week I was doing the fasting. I would be three days where I would eat a light lunch. And then I uh, pulled the trigger again and I tried to do the fasting all the way through for the first, you know, Monday through Friday. And it worked. I was able to do it hard. It was not easy, okay. But it, I was able to pull it off. But now you're listening to me at this current stage because I only started doing that uh, last month. And uh, the deal was is that I would allow for myself to have Friday and Saturday off where I could do pretty much whatever I wanted to with restriction to consider so that way I won't ruin everything that I've done for those five days because you can't. And from the beginning of my uh, time seven months ago to now, I'm weighing 320 pounds. So you can do this amazing math. That's about 40 pounds less in seven months, which is not horrendously fast, but it's also a nice reduction as it goes. And so here I'm at, at the situation in my life where through those six months, I've figured out starting to do the walking during the drinking of the water and the fasting of it. And... I think the three of them are helping me through the whole process. And the only thing that's really been absolute is that I've made it into a habit for all three of them. I am always walking every day. I'm always drinking the water. And now I'm drinking, you know, the full 18 cups, the full gallon as required by, you know, almost everybody, American Hearts Association, diabetes people. No one denies that people need to drink uh, a gallon of water, at least when you're my size of human being here, which, you know, is pretty much average. And, uh, and then the fasting aspect of it. So I remember that when I finally did go to the doctor and talk with a dietitian, what I was thinking of doing, and the doctor was not... Yeah, he wasn't really positive about it uh, because the truth is that fasting can be dangerous. It, it is a, it's something that you have to be careful about because we are consuming your body. Other point in life is to consume food. So if you don't give it what it's supposed to, uh, it does things. All right. And we'll talk about all that over time because I was actually able to research on what. And the dietitian was like totally not in for it at all. Not because uh, fasting is bad. It's just because I'm not uh, at a point in my life at that time when I talked to her about it. Uh, should it be considering that there are other diets that could be available for me? And I said, you know, I agree with you. I, I understand. And I'm not, you have to understand dietitians, their job is to take care of your eating habits to make sure that they can control your diet uh but uh she said that you know if you do it on a uh, on a schedule then then maybe that can work but then you know you have to make sure that you you feed yourself properly and you take care of these types of nutrients and such and i i'm not gonna lie and i mean she's probably gonna listen to this and nod her head uh I have followed through with the time schedule, so I do fast only for 10 hours, 10, 12 hours. It just depends on when I come back from work. And 
the only thing that I've been weak at was the eating of breakfast. I still don't do that very well. And I'm going to have to because what I'm about to do is that I'm going to actually go for an 18-hour fast soon. And I need to break this habit of eating a bad breakfast and having a heavy dinner because it needs to be the other way around. And, well, that's where I'm going to as we speak. So, that's going to get interesting. So, there's the beginnings of the uh, diet program that I'm in. That's where I'm at right now. And uh, what I'm going to do from this point on is basically just keep talking about all the little things that have happened throughout. And I'm always still trying to listen for suggestions. I I know that by the time you listen to this podcast, I'll probably be so many podcasts ahead. But know that I'm someone who wants to listen to people and ask questions because that way I can, you know, steer myself to be able to be more informative. I know that uh, I'm very unprofessional in my podcasting and I'm going to profusely apologize about that. But I would hope that as I keep at it, I'll get better. So there's that. Uh, Thank you for listening, and until next time, this is the Fasting Water Walking Diet, and I'd hope to hear from you on Twitter. Have a good bye.